Yes, hello and welcome along once again to the Irish F1 show and once again in association with PFT Travel, who we thank for their sponsorship over the last few episodes. PFT Travel catering for all your transport requirements from a private minibus to luxury air conditioning coaches. Uh, you can contact them by uh, getting in touch with MJ087 624 8831 or email pfarltransport.com. You can also find them on Facebook at pfarltransport limited. Thanks. Uh, once again, for the sport. Uh, all right, we've had an epic at Silverstone. I'm going to bring in Barry Rabbit and Richie Carney to dissect it for us. How are you getting on, lads? Well, careful, Richie. Yeah, great race. Cheers, boys. Where do we start? Because, I mean, if we hadn't had the, the, the drama, I'd say four laps near the end with all these boys passing each other, <laughs> like we had, we had plenty to talk about anyway, I suppose. But um, I think it would be remiss of us not to start with congratulating Carlos Sainz, a first win. Mm-hmm. And I'm absolutely delighted for him. I don't know about you guys. Richie, I'll let you take this one up first. Ah, yeah. Yeah, delighted for him. Eventually, he's he's got there. We've criticised him in the past, another Grand Prix, making mistakes. And he probably should have won one before now. But uh, delighted for him, yeah. Delighted for him, delighted for Ari. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did make a mistake today, Barry, as well. Uh, or did he make a mistake? Would you put that down 10 error where he took his little wobble? Yeah, I think the, the the car, it was just, I don't know, maybe a gust of wind. It looked a bit odd there in the middle of um, the Beckett's and Maggot's um, um, section there. Very, very fast section of track. So, yeah, just the tiniest little wobble. Um, I think it'd be hard to call it a mistake, really. It just uh, it's what happens when you're pushing, you know. It could have been a half a mile an hour, or a breeze of wind or anything at all could have caused that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he, he'd well to gather it back up and obviously he was going to lose the position to, to for Stappen once that happened. Yeah, he has had a bit of bad luck this year as well as making some mistakes. So it's nice to see that turning a little bit for him, you know. And great, I suppose, to see the lads let go at it as well. Do you know, Rich, you're a big fan of that the whole time. But it was, um, you know, I, I thought it was the right call. I meant for, always makes for a great spectacle, of course. And we're always looking for lads to go race. We hate team orders. But uh, I suppose in general, that was that was a, a standout. And as we said, uh, coming down the last four laps there, Leclerc, Perez, Hamilton, Alonso came into the mix. That was that was really good viewing, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they sort of shot themselves in the foot. Like I know we want to see him racing, and we want we don't want team orders and things like that. But like Lewis was gaining serious ground on him. Like if they were going to do the swap a road, they should have done it ten laps previous and just let's see what sort of pace Leclerc had. And and you know, but like yeah, let them at it, let them race. Mm-hmm. Um. It was um, opportunistic out of Hamilton, wasn't it? When when Perez and Leclerc were having their little battle and he just swooped in like I thought it was a really good piece of race now. Yeah, it was good. It, it, it was a bit of a... When, I, when it happened, I kind of... I've drove Silverson once or twice. We've done a lot of kind of sim, sim racing on it. And where he tried to pass, Perez tried to go around the outside there of Leclerc was just silly though, to be honest. That's what triggered the whole thing. There's no way you're ever going to pass him around the outside into that section. Um very, very tight left hander immediately followed by the right and up over the curb. So um it's a bit of a silly move by Perez uh, to trigger it all off. And then yes, Hampton the, the 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 you know the gates just open in front of him when he drove past the two of them. But uh um Perez got away with it really insofar as he was able to come back at at, at um Leclerc a, a few corners later in the lap and, and, and get it done a bit neater. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose we should give the the classification. Um, before we before we go any further, we'll take it on back to the start then, and all all the things that happened during that, including protests and magistrate all together. But anyway, um, going down to our results, uh, just open the screen. So yeah, Sainz wins. Uh, Perez second, Hamilton third, Leclerc fourth, Alonso fifth, 
Norris sixth, Verstappen seven. He had a great little tussle with Schumacher actually coming down the stretch, and he had his troubles obviously for Verstappen. Oh, um, I make Schumacher. Yeah, <laughs> you enjoyed that one, Sergio. Did I did? I did. Um, Praying he passed it towards the end, but at the same time, not the one. Just too nice to him, Richie. He was. He was. Mick was too nice to him. He should have kept the boot in, especially on the last, <clears throat> the last little kink, right? Because even if they'd have come together there, the 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 momentum would have got him across the line, like so. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little, little bit too nice to him. Should have been a little bit more aggressive, I thought. But listen, absolutely delighted for Mick Schumacher. His first set of points in Formula One, mm-hmm. including the top ten, uh, Vettel and Magnussen. So. Let's go back to the very start then. So, I mean, to be honest with you, when I when I saw the incident first, I didn't even realise that Guanyu Joe's car was upside down because with the camera shot, it was from the distance. All you could see was just the car flying along. I thought, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, he ended up where he ended up. Like, but, Jesus, let me see the pictures back. Like, that, that is ferocious to look at. It's actually really uncomfortable to look at. I don't know what you think about it. Barry, I'll come to you on it. Yeah, well, uh, watching it live there, I've seen... Um... We could see him. I, I did copy was upside down, um, going across the scarf. All right, and kind of a strange one. Normally, the car goes upside down, it'll quickly topple a bit because obviously they're kind of triangular shape upside down, if you like. So it, it would normally fall back. But I suppose that's with the halo now, it gives they're a little bit sturdier, like little set of stabilizers on them, obviously, to keep um, almost to keep them upside down. Um, so unusual to see a car stay upside down for that long in a single seat or normally to tip and then start rolling again. Um, but yeah, look, all the safety things did did its job, um, and then uh, he just ended up in a really awkward position, like side on into the against the catch fence and uh, between the catch fence and, and the little pathway basically between the catch fence and the tire wall, and that's where he parked the car on its side. Um, mm. So that was why it, it took so long to get to get him out of it, but no injuries, I believe. And um, interesting then to see George Russell. Well, he claimed at least that he ran over to check he was all right, and then realised his car, the car was still going, and tried to get back in it. Call me, a, call me a cynic, but I don't know. I say he he thought his race was over, jumped out, and then went did go over for the right reasons to go on your show, and then came back and went, Jesus, let's only have a puncture, and we have another go at this. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was as as coordinated as he might have let on at the interviews, and as a result, he was thrown out and not allowed to restart. I think he's called that right, Richie. In fairness, yeah, hundred percent, and I suppose just <clears throat> um, the Irish F one show. We're all delighted to see that Jan or Guan Yu Zhou walked away, no injuries, no anti yeah. from like that was a fairly horrific accident. Like mm-hmm. like Barry, I could just see it in the background, the car on its roof skating across the gravel, and like first thing you think is, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the halo played a massive part in keeping him mm-hmm. safe, and mm-hmm. then like Barry said. One other thing was he went like floor first into the catch fencing, yeah, um, which which might have helped things a little bit too. But um, yeah, interesting Russell's comments afterwards. He he's he says he got touched. He he looked in his left hand mirror and went to try close. He didn't realize how far up Gasly was. He went to try close the gap, like and to me that's what caused the incident. Yeah, very like <clears throat> off the line in any race, and you don't make big maneuvers like that. You know, big sweeping maneuvers because it's it's not possible to know exactly who's around you to that to, to, to a degree of so much going on. You're concentrating on going forward. It's not possible to have that degree of understanding. You have an idea where there's people around you, but you can't know exactly where everyone is. So, you know, it's a bit of a rule of thumb. Don't make big big movements, you know, like that on the, on the start. A, because, as much of a straight line as you can, like yeah, you or, know, or little, or like you know, turn bring, one or. 
Exactly, exactly. And bring it if you want to bring it from one side of the track to the other, you, you you do it a little bit gentlier so that you know if there is someone there they've time to react. But I think in Russell's case it was a little bit of a dart. He was he was going backwards fast with the poor start and getting swamped and in that situation, yeah, kind of keeping the steering wheel as straight as possible is probably a better idea. Whether it's, you know, fiestas in Mandelo or Formula One at Silverstone, <laughs> the same kind of rules apply. You don't move around too much. When, especially in F1 at the speeds they're doing so yeah definitely Russell caused it no doubt about it um, but uh, unfortunately you know a, a big shunt not to be I mean we get so used to seeing lads walking away from them but they're still big shunts hmm. massive massive yeah so when you say definitely Russell caused it like I did see some people insinuating that they thought Gasly played a big part in it but you still think it's it's Russell 100% yeah gap is there the gap was there yeah, Gasly was up like his front wheels were ahead of just ever so slightly ahead of the rear wheels of the, the gap he was going through. So, I mean, at that stage, George looked in his left mirror. He, yeah, he seen Gasly was there. He tried to squeeze or close the gap on him, in my opinion. Not mm-hmm. saying this is just my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. he probably just should, should have held his steering wheel in a straight line rather than, yeah, try to close the gap. He's yeah. probably trying to get to the left to get a better sweep at the corner, you know, just to mm. open the corner out a little bit so he wouldn't be slow out of it. But no, no, I don't think Gasly had any part to play in that in terms of blame. As well as the safety features on the cars, lads, you have to give... Now, I did see a shot. I was trying to think what part that was, Barry, when we were chatting off there. Do you know what? Behind the seat in area, Richie will say, yeah. I think a, par- a portion of that may have come off the come off the car, which no, looked, yeah, yeah. looked quite scary. Like, is that... I don't know. How... What's that? The head restraint, is it? The that that goes down the sides of the drivers and behind their head. Is that what we? I didn't see it now myself. I tell you now, while no. while we're live, you boys chat away there because Karen Mullen actually has the name of it. So, um, it's the actual roll bar, Barry. The roll bar disintegrated behind him. Oh, really? Jeez, but the halo that's... said that. Yeah. Right. Okay. I that I didn't know that. Now that's that's a pretty catastrophic failure if that yeah. happened. And that that that's that's designed to take masses of of load but maybe amazing. maybe sustained load wasn't it amazing it didn't the engine didn't break away wasn't it the roll hoop yeah, failed, yeah. roll hoop the roll hoop yeah. yeah christ yeah well the roll hoop really really shouldn't fail i mean that's that's a steel structure like you know and it's 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 designed to put up and massive i mean somebody said something that takes a couple of it, it, you can pack a couple of a couple of uh double decker buses on top of it a few mm. PFT travel buses there parked on top of the road <laughs> yeah. should be all right, like so it shouldn't fail like that. But it's um Nicely yeah, done. It, 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 it mightn't um maybe it's just a, a free thing and the fact that it 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 was on its on its roof, so to speak. They don't have roofs of course, but on, on its road upside down for so long might have probably part of the friction at 150, yeah. 160 mile an hour. Sure. That's what I, I don't think it failed, Barry. I think it just like with the friction from the roll hoop uh, uh, initially on the tarmac. And then wore away across the gravel. I think it just wore, yeah. like just literally, yeah, just into, like, yeah just like putting it under a grinder at that speed, yeah, something like it that. Was, yeah. Um, I would generally share my screen, but I've done this before with pictures, and all of a sudden, then the screen gets taken down, even though you give the full credit to someone. So, this is actually a picture that's on um, the ESPN Twitter page. Now, I'm just going to put up to the webcam, which is not ideal, I know, but see what we're talking about here, yeah, 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 it's completely flat above the halo, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a worry. I'm sure F1 will be really looking into that carefully because yeah, that, that that's very dangerous. 
It is indeed. Um, I would like to give great credit to the medics and stuff too, because they, you see where the car ends up and the position of Guan Yu Zhou in the car as well. How do you go in there and try to sort out in a safe manner without actually causing harm if he has had a back injury or whatever? Like that's that is a very awkward one to deal with, lads. In fairness, lads. absolutely unbelievable. I started not that I learned for the first time, but Barry's car, his Renault. We were just messing around the last race there with these seat and things that Barry was out in it, like, and there was extra straps. And I was like, what the hell are they for, Barry? And he was like, they're to extract seat driver all in the one unit. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it, it's, it's fucking amazing the way it works, like. But the car on its side, and as Barry said, they were in just in that little channel of where, like, photographers and things barely have enough room to take pictures, like. So top... Top marks to those guys. Yeah, there's another, like, I suppose Guan Yu Zhou has put up something and he's smiling on social media, which is, which is great to see now. So I can kind of go down this route at the moment. But with all with all this going on, there is occasionally a slightly funny element to it. And it mightn't have been funny at the time, right? But there's a there's a, a cameraman or something in the corner and he's literally hunched down hunched down like that. And all he's short is a dock leaf. It looks like he's taking the dog's corner. <laughs> it's unreal. And you know what? I, if I was standing where he was, I'd be looking for another pair of dogs as well, I think. I've actually they, seen that in one of the replays of the accident. You can see your man, and he just falls backwards onto his fucking ass. And he's like, <laughs> if the catch fence gave way, he was fucking dead one way or the other. Have you seen Have you seen the footage from the grandstand, like, where that's going into? That's no, it's scary. No. You actually think the car is going to come into the grandstand, like? Yeah. Yeah, God, well, that's, that's a lot. Don't forget them cars at the start of a race are heading on what are they, 900 and something kilos? Like, they're not mm. like cars anymore, coming at you at 120, 30 mile an hour upside down or mm. five meters, all right, two meters wide or something like Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a what yeah. they call it, it's a Rolls Royce Phantom, it's the same footprint as a Rolls Royce Phantom mm. coming at you. Like, you know, they're not little, they're not little toys, like without the risk of. Um, bringing a lawsuit onto myself, and I don't know the group of people who were protesting, but trying to describe them as gobshites. Um, <laughs> and it's probably even a waste of time giving them airtime because that's probably what they want. But at the same time, we can't ignore it because it was a big thing and it could have been catastrophic. Um, I think it was, I think, as you know, I and again, not to, I don't even know what they were protesting against, I don't care. And even if I did, I wouldn't say it. But they, they, I can just picture them, they obviously set the whole thing up. You know, sitting around some some room somewhere, determined to put the world to right by coming out onto the Silverstone Grand Prix. They had to buy tickets, I'm sure, to get in there, mm-hmm. much to their disgust. But they put it down to expenses and said it'd be all right, be worth it when we stopped the race. And then went through all the hassle, paid in, got there, burst out onto the track right at the same time that the red race was red flagged. Anyway, so they had no impact whatsoever on the whole thing. And they weren't even, you know, they, even if they weren't videoed and they caused a red flag, it'd be noteworthy. But they, they didn't. There was absolutely, they may as well have been some lad going to the shop somewhere as, as much noteworthiness as, as their protest. So, yeah. Take that, know, lads. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what the fuck it was even about. Like, I mean, there's always to go to all that effort and then, right, let's go. And red flags, like, right. Oh, yeah, like, but they, apparently the they marshes, ran out of the, the marshes at the same time. Yeah, like if you look at it, not not only as I just said there, put your own life at risk, but Marshall's lives as well. Do you know yeah. by by doing that, it's fucking mad. But you nearly wouldn't think, you think it's a good idea to go onto an F one race circuit when there's a race on. You know, there's probably not a whole lot going on at home, anyways, and uh, up here, that is. And oh, uh, Jesus. yeah, was... they, I think you're, we've already probably given it more thought than they did. Yeah. So. 
Well, I'll I'll give it one last comment. Yeah, it's almost divine intervention, I would say, which is a terrible thing to be putting it down to. But when when Guanyu Joe crashed it, because like if he hadn't, we could be talking about something completely different. But anyway, let's move on from it, lads. Um, so with the restart, let's go to the restart. And Barry, you were impressed with science from here. I think in the earlier part. I think so. I thought the start because again, like the first the initial getaway, the Red Red Bull of Verstappen in particular got a, got a better start than the Ferrari, and I think Science did incredibly well to come out of the first corner alongside maybe a little bit lead because it it was he was kind of done by the time they arrived at the first corner. Verstappen had the inside line and probably a little bit of an overlap done, um, and I think Science yeah he gave him a squeeze into the wall that wouldn't have mattered much a whole lot. The squeeze it, people watch that and say, Oh, he squeezed him into the wall. It's not about squeezing him into the wall, it's about making the upcoming corner sharper for the car on the inside than he'd like it to be. So it's not like he's trying to put him in the wall, he's just trying to keep him to the furthest to the track on the right, furthest to the right on the circuit, so that he has to slow down more for the upcoming corner. Then the guy in like in a scientist's case can get back to the left and take a sweep through the corner at his discretion. So that's what the squeeze is for. It's not a kind of like a, a ch- game of chicken or anything like that, which some people think it is. Um, and I think science did it absolutely perfectly. Squeezed him over, swung back, got the faster race line through it, and uh, did incredibly well to stay ahead. And that was that was very important. I think in terms of, I know ultimately the race played out differently, but that's that was a very important move from science to to, to hold the lead for the first couple of corners. Mm-hmm. I'm just going back. Uh, it's funny actually. We might as well tell uh, the listeners and the viewers what what I actually elected to do today, which is helpful now because I'm flicking back through. Them, but in the little WhatsApp group we have, like lads, just type it in. Take whatever's after happening, just type it in, so then we can go back and refer to it. And I'm going back through it, and there was so much stuff in. Actually, it's not even funny, right? But uh, just to just to grab one, you won Leclerc and Verstappen, no penalty. I can't think exactly off the top of my head. Yeah, it was this first. It was the first or maybe second lap. Um, Leclerc and Verstappen were having a little bit of a of a, of a dice. So Leclerc had thrown it up the inside, uh, into turn what would be one, two, three, four. The tight, really, really tight left hander, and he launched it up the inside. And I don't think um, Perez seen him coming up the inside of it, and, and uh, there was a little bit of contact, which is what ultimately broke Perez's front wing. Um, I know that Sky commentary were making a bit of a deal saying that Leclerc kind of launched it up there. I don't think so. I think that's a very slow corner with a big wide entry. So it was, you know, completely on for Leclerc to do that. But as a result, then um, they came down the next straight, then down the, the, the thing is called the Wellington straight down the long into that fast left hander with the uh, sorry, that that tight enough left hander. In fact, the one with that, that they have the camera uh, up in the air over it that tracks them all the way through the whole complex. Um, and what happens if you can remember is Verstappen was on the left side of the track coming down into that corner and Perez was on the outside. Uh, so to the right of Verstappen, I went with him all the way around the left-hander and Perez just ran him, or sorry, Verstappen just ran, sorry, Leclerc and Verstappen, I'm getting the names mixed up, Leclerc and Verstappen. And he, he just ran, ran him uh, right off the track, as far as I'm concerned. Um, he, he just, uh, he just pushed, pushed him out off over the edge of the circuit and, my understanding of the rules now is that you must have, um, you must leave the car on your outside or your inside a car width. And I seen Verstappen did it to Leclerc, pushed him off the track uh, before that long, long, long right-hander back onto the original start-finish straight. Um, he also did it later, right at the other end of the race to Mick Schumacher, the exact same manoeuvre. Schumacher down the outside around that left-hander and Verstappen pushed him wide and... Uh, 
just surprised it wasn't it wasn't followed up on. I thought it would have been a penalty, to be honest, in, in one or both cases. Because they completely contravened the rule that they that that they've recently introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. So, and again, an advantage by it, Barry. So I mean Yeah, yeah. Plus the car. I mean, they, 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 he was there. Again, they moved they moved on. Yeah, so uh, well probably yeah, probably was a penalty, I suppose. When you look back on it, it probably was. He did just push him off the track like. By their own rules. I mean, we all know that going mm. around the outside of someone is, you know, it, that's that's a risk you're, you're, anyway. you're, you're going to take by being on the outside. The, you know, and I know mm. a lot of the old school race, myself included, will kind of go, yeah, we go around the outside, there's a certain chance that's going to happen and you have to take it into account. But their own rules that they're racing to says you can't do what Verstappen did, black and white. Would you agree with that or not? It's a different story. But it does say you can't put, leave the driver push him off the circuit and um, you must leave him a car with a racing room whether it be on the inside or the outside and they didn't do that so really surprised that it wasn't uh, it wasn't picked up on can i segue slightly differently i suppose into a different direction i should say and refer to the article is that verstappen's both the father and son do after each race i find some of that a little bit uncomfortable because i don't know look i'm not going to say there's about pressure on him he's a world champion right but some of the stuff Way in Ireland, like we, we'd never give credit to our own, and we'd run down um, a relation quicker than we build them up, and like that in general. Like, he nearly does the opposite the whole time. And I'm thinking, I'd probably tell him, Yeah, let the fuck up to be honest with you, <laughs> if, he, if he was talking about me like that because I'd just get embarrassed and uncomfortable and stuff. But I don't know, do you guys read those? Uh, after each race, no, 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 but no. They are what is that? Can't different choose? anyway. Uh, it's I think it's for stopping.com, I think it's as simple as that. Uh, I think that's the little website thing, just a little review of each race weekend, like, and Joss will do but one. Basically, his Max dad is one. just telling everyone about how good he is, like. Pretty much, yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, that uh, definitely wouldn't happen over here. <laughs> no, that's the thing, that's the thing. What did someone say before? Um, what do you call it? When you're when you're really good at something, you don't need to tell everyone. Everyone will tell you. Well, that's, that's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way. That's and they're the not lacking in confidence it. anyway, but... No, I, I oh, just... No. I, Again, it was, you know, as I said, I'm a complete neutral on all this. I don't, you know, fanboy over any of them, but um, I thought I, I, I thought it was it was beyond the rules. So just surprised it was let go twice, in fact, by Schumacher at the end too. Mm. I'll tell you something I was very amazed with in, in that race, just in the early stages and throughout the race, right? Um, in that manoeuvre you spoke about with Leclerc and Perez, Leclerc lost his end plate on his front wing in that manoeuvre as well. And, yeah. And the dramatic difference in aero it had between the Red Bull and the Ferrari, as in, like, Perez just went backwards, whereas Leclerc seemed to be able to sustain a decent enough pace. Like, I just thought it was fascinating. It was like, they yep. both lost basically the same part, and the Red Bull has just gone backwards, and the Ferrari was able to maintain yeah, and we've seen that also with the with Verstappen's car, where it got some damage around lap twenty. The they said, like, yeah, a bit of. I think it might be a little bit of the floor. I think one shot that I thought I seen a little bit of the floor was missing just in front of the rear left wheel. Um, but small thing, a very small like thing, tiny, had a massive impact on the Red Bull. Difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, we know like the Red Bulls are kind of generally one of the the, the highest downforce cars on the grid. So. You know, maybe that's that's the downside that they're so intricate and they're so you know knife edge that one little thing goes and you know that's that's the knock on because like you say, Richie, they they definitely did seem to struggle. 
disproportionately a lot more than the Ferrari in both in both for both Red Bull cars. Like they get Perez a new front wing and look, he came back to finish okay. on podium, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Where do you guys see Mercedes in terms of performance now, lads? With you know the improvements that Hamilton clearly made over the weekend. I think he was. On Friday, wasn't he quickest in practice? Uh, I can't think offhand in quality, but definitely today. Like, I mean, has has the car improved? Is he getting a bit more of himself? Is there anything more talking about in that regard? Yeah, I think I think that definitely the car is better. I know they said something on in qualifying that there was no bouncing or porpoising, which is which is the thing they've been struggling with massively. And at Silverstone, that was probably you know being such a fast circle where getting the cards low to the ground would have the biggest benefits um that's a surprise that they might you know at that circuit they managed to get rid of it um and then equally if they can get rid of uh, of the poor poison or the bouncing at silverstone that's the best track to see the rewards for getting rid of it such because the you know the arrow would be massive um around there such a fast flowing circuit so yeah they look like they have definitely made a step forward um again it's hard to know like I know anytime they, they've, they've, Hamilton's got his podium and anytime previously he's got his podium, everybody, you know, there's a big cry of oh, they're back or they're on their way back. Mm. But again, it wasn't the podium won completely out of pace. Um, yeah. You know, there was there, there, there was the, uh, you know, Verstappen out of place and, and push back, which, you know, would have ordinarily left him at least fourth. So look, they're, yeah. yeah, they're they're still, you know, they're probably in a little bit, they're definitely now the best, the third best team where that was kind of fluctuating a bit yeah. between two, two teams. It'd be McLaren, it could be, mm-hmm. it could be, um, it could be McLaren, it could be Toro Rosso one weekend, um, it could be even Aston Martin the odd time and Alfa Romeo getting a notable mention here and there. But it seems to be now that it's Mercedes is the third best car, but I don't think they're, 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 they're on the pace of the front two just yet, but close. Not, not straight away, but I was just listening to uh, an interview Friday evening. I think it was Toto or else it was Lewis or um did a completely new aero package for both cars this weekend, as in the only thing that stayed the same for the two pods. And uh and stopped dramatically sort of putting that down Barry to Silverstone being such a smooth circuit as well, not busy. So maybe that played into their hands a little bit as well. Yeah, it could be because I think there's two things happening. I think there's you know, bouncing, which is um, literally just a car hitting the ground because they're running it so low and it's it's literally hopping up and down the ground, and, which is more of a suspension thing. And then there's porpoise, which is an aerodynamic thing. So, yeah, maybe maybe it was more um, the suspension and the things than the aero. But I think it's fair to say they've definitely made a step forward. There's, there's no doubt about that. Have, um, yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely. Yeah, just, yeah, we're, made we're, a step not forward, but... we're not only giving out about him, but just to give Lewis a, a, a special mention, like that was a fair drive over him today, to be fair. I uh, look, Richie, he's not the greatest driver of all time for nothing, like <laughs> no, Kevin. I can see the steam billowing here already from the years of Richie. I tell you though, I and I, again, yeah, look, Hamilton is without. A doubt he's sheer class, but has he lost a little bit of the, the 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 you know the kind of the street fighter in him? Because 
near the end there when he was on the softs and Leclerc was, you know, Leclerc was hung yeah. out to dry on those old tires and not only old tires, old hard tires. I mean, it's literally the, the, the polar opposite end of the tire spectrum. Old hard tires versus new softs is a massive gulf between them. And coming Late into cops, it's massive. Like, it's hard to fathom the difference. But the, coming into cops corner, the scene with Hamilton and Verstappen last year, um, Hamilton was on the, the right heading into it. Leclerc was over his shoulder behind him to the left. Like it was, he was a half a car length behind him. You know, his front, Leclerc's front right was only at Hamilton's kind of radiator or maybe a little bit further back. And Leclerc went around the outside of him at yeah, cops on yeah. old tires. And to be honest, he kind of embarrassed Hamilton there by doing that. I mean, he, Hamilton drove by him the next straight, but that's that's a different matter. Like, you know, if someone did that to me, I'd be I I'd have my head down. I'd be walking back into the paddock like with the helmet on. It, it's it's you know, it, fair, it, it was right very paddock. telling. I thought. Yeah, yeah, you're dead right, and especially with the golf entire like, you know, yeah, he, he should have comfortably put that down the inside and kept position. Yeah, well, he was already there. I mean, it was more Leclerc coming back at him. If you think about it, Leclerc came up behind him, towed up behind him, went to the left, and went around the outside of him from a car length behind a cop's corner. Oh, you don't do that without the guy, the other guy basically giving way. That's what happened. Like, you know, it's um and then we seen it later. We seen Leclerc do who was it? I can't remember in all that that, that it was like a Formula Ford race there about five or six yeah, laps to go at the end. Um but Leclerc went uh who was it? Someone went around the outside at cops. Or somewhere else, uh, I can't remember too many of them, but there was, there, uh, there, it was a similar sort of move around the outside. There is, there is around the outside of Leclerc, didn't he? Maybe it was, yeah, I can't just remember, but there was, it, it, it definitely, it just struck me that you know, Hamilton was, you know, he he, he was done there, you know, and he was embarrassed by by Leclerc, and maybe that's the difference between, you know, obviously Hamilton's seven-time champion, the hunger might be a little bit different, but I'm sure he he, he won't like watching that one back. No, bit of pride not. there, of course. Bit of pride. Um, yeah. So look, that's that's any any other last thoughts I suppose on today. Have I left anything out? Um, uh, Aston Martin. Fair result for Aston Martin. Was it eight? No, ninth. And Vettel was ninth, I think. Yeah. 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 Vettel was as high as seventh at one point. He, the, yeah. from from sixteenth on the grid or somewhere. What were the third, last, and last? Starting. Yeah, something like that. They were right. They nah. didn't get into Q two anyway, or out of Q one, no. but he's talking Q two. So, well, fair so then, guys. Yeah, they did. They did very well. And um, the the only other one to to mention, I had I had something else you were going to ask there, but I'll slip me wine now. And in, in general, but yeah, no, it's just. It, it, I think it was a, a a good good quality race. Um, I think. Oh, sorry. What I was going to say was the Ferrari. Um, did Ferrari make a massive error again? By by not hitting Leclerc and putting him on the on the softs with the safety car so. there with ten laps to go, it, it it you know everything would suggest that they did and they they handed the win away. But luckily, the, only to the other side of the garage. Um, but I, I think that was definitely a mistake from Ferrari again on the on strategy end of things. And 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 I don't know if you guys seen it at the end. Leclerc was pulled to one side by Bernardo when he was given a real dressing down caught on camera. Bernardo wagging his finger at him and. Helen, he couldn't hear what they were saying, of course, but he could picture it. And it was basically, you know, don't give out about the team, I'd imagine. A real dressing down he got to the side at, at, at the at the podium celebrations. 
That's two points, who, right? I don't know I who think... Ferrari's strategist is, but whoever he is, like, yeah, he needs it's Walmart or somewhere he should be working. Like, it's not. Well, <laughs> me, like. well, you see, Richie, that's that's what I was just going to say there. It's twofold. So, if that dressing down occurs and it has, you've said it has, right? It has to go the other way then, where Ferrari has to take ownership and admit, right? Okay, well, we made errors. I don't like the whole thing of you should your mouth, but we're not going to say anything about it or take responsibility ourselves. That's the way it yeah, kind of has to work in my I, opinion. I think it's fair. Ferrari. I think you're right, Kevin, but I think it's Ferrari, and I think Ferrari are terrified. I, I, we mentioned this before, and, you know, you read back, like I do, you read back books and articles and all sorts about the history of the sport, and there's always been a fear culture in Ferrari, always. Um, and it doesn't necessarily, it does, some of it comes from within, of course, but a lot of it comes from without in terms of the you know um, press and it's you know it's it's a religion in 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 Italy um, Ferrari and Formula One so you know when they do when they they make a mistake they get absolutely hammered for it in the in the press and I think for fear of making a mistake they keep making mistakes you know that kind of way they're not they're not made they're not thinking of it freely and clearly they're so terrified of doing the wrong thing that they don't do anything which is the wrong thing you know mm-hmm. and and it must come from from, from that sort of thing because it's just too often it happens you know yeah and i'd say that's what bonato is doing Bonato's like don't criticize the team because tomorrow morning in the press it'll be leclerc criticizes ferrari blah blah blah, blah, blah and they make a massive deal out of it and um, which mm-hmm. could be nearly worse than just oh we just got the strategy wrong and on on yeah. on another hand like and that was one other thing i wanted to mention it's like fair play to carla Sainz on the safety car restart like they asked him to bunch the pack up, keep, you know, 10 feet, give Charles that 10 foot, like, of a gap. 10 car lengths, Richie. 10 car lengths, sorry. Yeah. And he's like, come on, lads. Like, no, I can win this fucking thing. Like, just leave yeah. me at it. And, and I have to commend him on his, on his strength to, to go yeah. and win his own race. Yeah, yeah. He, he told him basically, enough for, in, 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 you know, with no mistakes, I'm not doing it, lads. Like, 10, no. 10 car lengths is 50 meters in them cars, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a big difference, like. Massive, massive. Yeah, like I say, we, we, we knock him enough, so we'll give him his kudos when he deserves it. Yeah, he definitely yeah. deserved it today. Yeah, he he, yeah. He, he 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 did well to get pole. Um, he didn't have the pace early on, but he absolutely made best use of, of, of the situation as it as it unfolded. And he stayed in the hunt all the way through. And yeah, a, a deserving winner, I think, and yeah, very likable. So, yeah, popular, a popular win. Uh, okay, right, just a quick one on the standings, lads. Uh, so Max 181. Perez 147, Leclerc 138, Sainz 127, Russell 111, and uh, the constructors then Red Bull 304, Ferrari 228, Mercedes 188. Uh, next again, of course, we have the Austrian Grand Prix. So um, it'd be interesting to see how, how things shape up in the space of a week there. We had two editions of that two years ago when they started doing um, the duplicate of your race, didn't it? It was Styrian the week after. Styrian, Austrian, yeah. And, yeah, so. Um, Red Bull's yeah. home track, literally the Red Bull ring owned by Red, Red Bull, Bull ring. ring. We Red have Bull. a sprint race on Saturday. Yep, yep. So forgot that actually. Yeah, yeah. It would be it'll be interesting. I think uh, hard to know. Hard to know who'll get it. Um, don't know Ferrari. I'm guessing, but we'll see. So I said like the, the remember the conversation about the preliminary quarterfinals in in GA terms like this. <laughs> did you qualify in Paul or? Did you qualify in ball because you won this sprint like that? Anyway, we're not getting into it again. No, we're, we're, out, we're out of time. We're out of time. We're 35 <laughs> minutes up, and that's what we said we we're going to keep it at. So, um, lads, I really enjoyed it. Any last observations before we let you go? 
no, just just a, a good good race. Um, you know, it seemed to be a big atmosphere. Four hundred thousand people through the gates of Silverstone mm. over the course of a few days, and um, I had uh, a, another another group chat there. A couple of mates of mine are at it, and it seems to be a, a you know great atmosphere. Both some of them are in the pit lane, lucky enough for them, and some of them are on the other side of the fence. And you know, all reporting just a fantastic weekend of racing, and well, well enjoyed by all. I think. Yeah, I have a cousin of mine over there, not a big F1 fan at all. Watched the Drive to Survive at Silverstone now and absolutely loves Formula One. So there you go. It's working. Yeah. I make it work on those press passes, lads. Maybe we'll be live, <laughs> maybe we'll be live straight after Silverstone at Silverstone next year. It'd be pretty cool. We'll get there. Lads, thanks a million. Appreciate it. There we go, Barry and Richie. Thanks to uh, PFT travel uh, once more the sponsors of the show uh, catering for all your transport requirements from private minibus to luxury air-conditioned coaches perfect solutions for you all the time travel and comfort arriving style of pft travel you can contact mj on 087-624-8831 or email pfarreltransport at yahoo.com you can also find them on facebook at pfarreltransport anyway thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, just let you know we do have a, a buy me a coffee link there as well it's not compulsory but if you're appreciating the efforts that uh barry and richie are putting in into this show or whatever there is a link there um at the bottom of the the broadcast uh as i said not compulsory but uh, a way of uh, showing your appreciation if you want to so until next week take care <laughs>